Hallelujah. If you are clapping, clap for Jesus the more. Amen. God will visit you today. Your greatest expectation in life shall be released today. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's be on our feet and thank Jesus for how he is moving in this service and for beautiful Ariel that God has brought into our midst today. Let's thank him for the blessing of every month of this year. Give him praise and give him glory. No man or not should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name. Let's open our Bibles to Isaiah 65. We take one or two prayers there. It is still our year of prayer. And God has vowed to answer. Praise the Lord. Can you put it up please? Isaiah chapter 65, verse 6 to 7. Verse 6 to 7. Behold, it is written before me. I will not keep silence, but will repay. Even repay unto their bosom. I want to read that from King James Version, if you please. Not New King James. King James Version, that's the one I love the most. It has blessed my life and destiny. Amen. You shall be blessed today. Are you there? God said, I will recompense, not keep silent. You know to who? To everyone that their heart is set in their own way. Verse 7. Your iniquities and the iniquities of your fathers together, said the Lord which have burned incense upon the mountains and blasphemed me upon the hills. Therefore, will I measure their former walk into their bosom. Before we continue in this service, I'd like you to, if you are here and you have not given your life to Christ, we are in a delicate time in the spirit. Praise the Lord. I have been given this instruction by the Holy Ghost to make amends now before it is too late. Your iniquities and the iniquities of your father together. You know, God said in the book of Exodus that I will visit to the third generation and the fourth generation. Maybe you are the third generation, I don't know. But this is what God has said. So you have one minute there. You have not given your life to Christ. 
or there is something on your head that you know is wrong that you did. Maybe it was yesterday, maybe it was this morning on your way to service. You have two seconds. In fact, you have one second to repent now. Lord, have mercy on me. Are you praying? Lord, I come to you today. Don't pray general prayer. You know. You know what you did. This is God speaking to you now. You know. You know what it is that you did. You know. You know. You know the corner you went. You know <laughs> the heart you planted. You know. God is singing an alarm today. I will recompense, says the Lord. Lord, have mercy upon your people. Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon this church. Lord, have mercy upon everyone. You know. That's what the Holy Ghost said. You know. So it's not a general, Lord, have, uh, we forgive, forgive us all our sins. It's not a general prayer. You know. You know. You know. Repent now. Repent. Repent. This is a call to repentance this afternoon. Repent. 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 My heart is crying after the Holy Ghost. Repent. Repent before it is too late. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. I pray that your sins be forgiven. I pray that the blood of Jesus speak on your behalf. I pray that the blood of Jesus avert every imp impending tragedy in the name of Jesus. I pray that whatever it is you did or your fathers did, and it is time for recompense. Be averted this afternoon by the blood of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Verse 8 of that scripture. Thus said the Lord. As the new wine is found in the cluster. Some fellows here know what is the meaning of cluster. So this scripture may be addressing you now. Some fellows in this service know the meaning of cluster physically. Because they actually walk in a cluster. <laughs> As the new wine is found in the cluster. And one said, destroy it not. Why? For a blessing is in it. So will I do for my servant's sake that I may not destroy them all. That means in a particular gang or set up or build up, there is plan to do whatever it is that they want to do. But God said, because you carry a blessing, there is divine exemption for you. There is divine exemption for you. There is divine exemption for you. In the name of Jesus. So we are praying together, Father, everyone that is in a cluster, targeted for disaster by 
the grace of a new wine and by the word of your blessing, let the dangers be averted. Let the dangers be averted. Are you praying? Let the dangers be averted. And we speak, destroy them not. Destroy them not. Because there is a blessing there. This is still our year of prayer. And God is still speaking. Destroy them not. For a blessing is in our. Everyone that is targeted for disaster. We decree by the blessing of the Lord. Of the house of God that we have come today. Let there be divine preservation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Verse 16. Verse 16 of that scripture, Isaiah 65, verse 16. And then we see it. That he who blessed himself in the earth shall be blessed in the God of truth. He who blessed himself in the earth shall bless himself. That means when you proclaim a blessing on your life, you proclaim that blessing in the God of truth. And he that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth because the former troubles are forgotten. Let me hear your amen. Whatever trouble pursued you into church today, it is over today. It is over today. It is over today. Those troubles are hid from my eyes, said the Lord. Why? I can see trouble, I see blessing in your life. One minute, I bless myself in the God of truth. I bless the work of my hands. In the God of truth. I bless my children. In the God. He said that who blessed himself shall bless himself. In the God of truth. Uh -uh. I bless my health. In the God of truth. I bless my destiny. In the God of truth. I bless tomorrow. In the God of truth. I bless my children. Wherever they are. In the God of truth, I proclaim blessing today in the name of Jesus. I bless my wife in the God of truth. I bless the work of my hands in the blood in the God of truth. I bless my days in the God of truth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Are you praying? Are you praying? Yes, that's the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I bless this church in the God of truth. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the fire of the Holy Ghost. I bless my days in the God of truth. Thank you, Father. 
Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. You are blessed. Your days are blessed. Your destiny is blessed. Everything that concerns you and your family blessed. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed beyond the cause. You are blessed beyond the cause. You are blessed beyond the cause. In the name of Jesus. Now let me show you the meaning of my case is different. Before we sit down. Because we have been saying my case is different. My case is different. Let me show you the meaning today. So that you can pray well. Verse 13. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God. Behold, my servant shall eat. But you shall be hungry. <laughs> That's my case is different. <laughs> Behold, my servants shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servants shall rejoice, but you shall be ashamed. Your enemies shall be ashamed. God will put them to shame. Everyone that wants to clear the food. And the drink that God has placed on your table. God will clear them off. My God will clear them off. In the name of Jesus. Behold, my servant shall sing for joy of heart. He said, but you shall cry for sorrow of heart. Everyone that has programmed sorrow in your life. I decree that God will turn it around today. In the name of Jesus said, and you shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen. Verse 15. For the Lord God shall slay thee and call his servants by another name. And call his servants by another name. They used to call him barren. They said he can't carry any child. Amen. You had the testimony today. They said we couldn't carry a baby. They named and labeled them can carry. God said, You will carry and carry safely. Amen. You will carry and deliver like the Hebrew women. Amen. I pray for every sister in this church, every brother in this church that is believing God for the fruit of the womb. Whatever verdict they have given to you, whatever report has been sent to you, whatever report in your hand, contrary to conception, they shall catch fire today. They catch fire today in the name of Jesus. In case you don't know, I have received a commandment again to bless. The last time I was here was almost a year ago to bless, direct. And we have not recovered from the blessing. You will not recover from this one. Within the next seven days, it shall be evident that God has blessed you. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now hear this. God said, I'm going to create something new for you. I'm going to create something new for you. That talks about maybe you lost something recently. It's prophetic. Please catch it. Maybe you lost something recently. God said, I'm going to create something new for you. Yeah. And when I do, 
everyone will know that I'm the one who created it. Before this year is over, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. <laughs> Verse 19. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem. And joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her. Not the voice of crying. Enough of monthly tears. Enough of nightly tears. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't care for how long you have been crying. Weeping. You still did it before you came to service. God will put an end to it. This is the year of answered prayers. God wants to answer. As long as we are committed to pray. I agree with you. That this week of faith. Because whatsoever is born of God. Overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. No more weeping your family. The monthly tears are over today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. There shall no more dance an infant, nor an old man that does not feel these days. For the child shall die a hundred years old. <laughs> that talks about long life. That talks about long life. I'm here to proclaim. You will not die before your time. No matter the verdict of the enemy, you shall fulfill your days. You shall fulfill your days. You shall fulfill your days. In the name of Jesus. Okay, hear this one. Even your parents shall not die before their time. <laughs> Even your grandparents shall not die before their time. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. You shall build houses and inhabit them. You shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. You shall not build and another inhabit. You shall not plant and another eat. In the name of Jesus, no one will take your labor from you. The prophet that follows labor, I pray for you. The remaining days of your life, you shall be eating it. You shall be eating it. In the name of Jesus. You know, there are days when you are just about to step into God's fulfillment. Declare the table. That's what the wicked does. Clears the table at the edge of breakthrough. No more in your life. No more in your life. The next attempt by the enemy, it shall backfire. In the name of Jesus, the zeal of the Lord of all shall perform it. Thank you, Father. You shall not labor in vain. You shall not labor in vain. You shall not bring forth for trouble. It shall be clear that you are the seed that the Lord has blessed. In the name of Jesus. In your office, be blessed. In your home, be blessed. In your family, be blessed. In the work of your hands, be blessed. In the fruit of your body, be blessed. This week, be blessed. Today, be blessed. This month, be blessed. Come and receive the blessing. Come and receive the blessing. 
Come on, receive the blessing. Come on, receive the blessing. Receive it now. 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 In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. Please be seated. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> wow. This kind of service is rare. I pray that you will not miss to this blessing. In the name of Jesus. We continue quickly. Oh God, arise, provoking supernatural intervention, part three. Oh God, arise. This is my year of visitation. There must be divine intervention for me. I don't know about you, but there must be for me. Tell your neighbor, there must be for me. <laughs> wow. Praise God. Like a dream of the night, God will turn things around for you. Amen. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. Somebody said, what kind of a prayer is that? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. That's like a dream of the night. Praise God. I love those that uh, dream in the night. It means they are sleeping. Sleeping where? But I respect those that dream in the day. Uh, because that kind of dream is dangerous. <laughs> Praise God. This is somebody is dreaming during the day. I can describe the dream for you very well. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says God is the only wise God. I like to, I like to, to pitch your heart and your mind today in prayers. God is the only wise God. Romans 16, 27, 1 Timothy 1, 17, Jude 1, 27. Validates, thank you very much, to God only wise. God is the only wise God. <laughs> Amen. God has his own mind, in case you didn't know. To approach him in prayers without engaging your mind through scripture may lead to frustrations. Hear me. Hear me very well. You know, I said it the last time I was here. I have a prayer ministry and it is, it is proven. Amen. If you want to know how proven it is, come to intercession tomorrow. <laughs> you will pray like you have never prayed before. Praise God. To engage God without engaging your mind through scripture may lead to an exercise in futility. Because God is the only wise God with his own mind. And the mind of God as we know it is the word of God. So to engage him without engaging his word is to actually pray amiss. And you wonder why things are not happening? It's just because you are praying amiss. 
but you shall no longer pray amiss. Almost every miracle I wrote here in scripture, other than when he engages sovereignty over all, the people used their mind. Almost every miracle recorded in scripture. And Jesus will come and say, He that heareth and doeth these sayings of mine is approaching and pitching your mind. That's what he's doing. And I show you why now. Amen. He that heareth and these sayings of mine and the kingdom of heaven is like this. A sower went forth sowing. I mean, just painting pictures to pitch your mind and my mind. Why? You see now. To approach him in prayers without the mind may be an exercise in futility. Job chapter 23 verse, 20, verse 13. But he is one mind and who can turn him? And what he so desireth, even that he doeth. Can you see that? That's God. He is in one mind. Who can turn him? And what he so desireth, that he doeth. I better find myself in what he so desireth. I better find myself in his mind. That's the reason I keep telling you here, I don't go to anywhere anyhow. Amen? Because I may be at risk. I don't also take any job anyhow. It may mark my end. And I have to fulfill destiny. Praise God. So it's nothing about, it's not, it is never about the money. It is about the mind of God. It is never about the money. It is about the mind of God. You better hear this one now. Praise God. And I have said here before, I got a job that's times, almost times two or times three of what I'm doing now. I got it. Lord, what are you saying? I didn't hear anything. Excuse me. Bye-bye. I'd rather be alive than be dead. Why? A living dog is better than a mighty dead lion. <laughs> he's very mighty. He's a lion. But he's dead. He's dead. Buried, self. They buried it. Ah! All the roaring. Finish. The day they buried it. Praise God. <laughs> Are you here? Verse 14. For he performed the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. God will perform the things appointed for you. Romans eleven thirty four. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? God has his own mind. <laughs> Amen. But the beauty of it is that we also have our own mind too. Tell your neighbor, you know you have a mind too. In case you didn't know, in case you didn't know, you also have a mind. <laughs> Praise God. So God expects us to engage the mind he has given us, especially in prayers. Please don't just pray anyhow. Pay attention to it. It can be frustrating praying without answers. Am I right? Hello? Very frustrating. Don't be praying, praying, praying. Lord, what is happening? I'm not seeing anything. Engage your mind. 
you need to get this. So all this prayer about your boss in the office. You better pray for God to say to you and leave him to be doing his thing. <laughs> you understand better now. Amen. Okay, God moved me out. You know the beauty? He moved all the people praying against the man out. <laughs> oh, man. Before he finally moved the man out. But I landed in the best place. I landed in Muscat. Amen. Praise God. Jeremiah 20, Jeremiah 30, 21. And their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. And I will cause him to draw near, and he shall approach unto me. For who is this that engage his heart, in bracket there his mind, to approach unto me, saith the Lord. You engage your mind in approaching God in prayers. You secure help faster that way. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is engaging in the law. So you have a mind as well. What are you doing with it? Amen? Because he trusted in thee. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10. Don't forget, you have a mind. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind. Uh-uh. I write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me my people. Romans seven twenty three, But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind. Can you see this? Warring against the law of my mind. <laughs> Hear this. This is Paul speaking. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members, the law of the mind, the law of my flesh, walking contrary. You know why? Because his mind is trying to process what Jesus is doing and his flesh is trying to draw him away from what Jesus is doing. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Are you blessed? <laughs> Verse 24. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Verse 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I love this. With my mind, I myself engage the law, which is the word of God. With my mind, I engage the word of God, the law of God, but with the flesh. Sometimes I am tempted to go and do what is wrong. Amen. So you know when you are going off. Stop saying it's the devil. You know. You know. You know. I'd like you to put your right hand on your head. My mind. You shall not stray away again. You shall not stray away from the word again. You shall focus only on the word of God. Are you praying for yourself? I speak to my mind today. You shall not serve. You shall not stray. You shall not stray in the way of my flesh. But you shall live above it. Serving the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus precious name. Now hear this. Philemon chapter 1 verse 14. 
Paul was speaking to his son, Philemon. And this, this is one of my favorite scriptures in, in the Bible. Philemon 1.14. Somebody is asking me, is it in the Bible? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I used to tell my students in discipleship class, you know, if you have never read the Bible, the paper one, nobody will know if you are carrying the electronic one. You better be carrying the electronic one so that when I call Ezra and I call uh, Haggai and I call Habakkuk, you will say, excuse me, sir, is it in the Bible? <laughs> Praise God. Philemon 1.14, but without the mind that you have, God cannot do anything. What a tragedy. But without the mind, this thing you are looking for may still be an illusion. Why? You just don't understand. I heard from Bishop Oedeko saying a few years ago, because people don't know what they need, they are always in need. It's talk to my mind. Say, I am in need because I don't know what I need. If I can identify what I need, going to God to meet my need will be easier. <laughs> People are essentially in need because they don't know what they need. But without thy mind will I do nothing. That thy benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. You know the meaning? That you will not submit to follow God because we are coercing you. You will submit to follow God because your mind understands it. Are you here? Amen? You will not go to where everybody is going because you understand that you should not be found there. You will not do what everybody is doing, compromising everywhere, because you understand who you are. You won't go to, you won't be saying what they are saying because you know the consequences of it. If I say what you say, I suffer what you suffer. So I won't talk like you. So if you are angry with it, it's okay. You are free to be angry, but I won't talk like you. Because I know the meaning. As a man thinketh in his heart, he becomes. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Are you here? Are you blessed? So to engage God in a situation that you need intervention. God can't do nothing. Except you are engaging your mind. And I said the last time I was here. That one of the core things you need to pay attention to. Is this thing I'm asking. Is it benefiting God? Is God deriving any benefit from it? Am I selfish with it? Can you imagine everybody praying, Oh God, move this boss away so that we can have peace. And I am praying, Oh God, if it, even if it means moving me away, move me so that I can have peace. Is that not a better prayer? You check. Because you think if the man leaves, you will have peace. What about if they bring a, a, a worse man? You know, I told them in intercession, we are writing TBLF dictionary. And Wasa will be one of the... <laughs> Wasa. We have seen it. Say, Lord, bring, remove this man. Remove him. Remove him. They removed the man. Brought, the one they now brought. Ah, bring that man. That one that was there. Are you, <laughs> are you sure you will not bring him back? Amen. Praise God. 
So, alignment with scriptural injunctions become easy when we understand the benefits. Wisdom in prayers is a direct result of proper engagement of the mind for profitability. That's why, amongst other things, wisdom is profitable to direct. Why? It is a product of proper engagement of the mind in the world. You know, one wise man said, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. I agree. It is proven here. So what has this mind got to do with prayers? What wisdom do I gain in positioning what wisdom do I need in positioning for intervention in prayers? Number one, I need to realize who I am. Realize who you are. That's the first product of proper use of your mind. Go and find out who am I. You know, they went and asked the disciples of Jesus. Was it Jesus himself? Who are you? They were asking John, actually. Okay, John chapter 1. Who are you? And what sayest thou of thyself? John said, don't confuse me. I know who I am. I am the voice that crieth in the wilderness. I am not the Messiah, but I know who I am. Tragedy, they don't, we most don't know who I am. And the Bible says they know not, neither will they understand. So they walk on in darkness. He said, I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are me, are sons of the Most High. He said, but you will die like mere men and fall like one of the princes. Why? Because you don't know who you are. You struggle for things that have been given to you because you don't even know that they are given to you. Very good example. I always share that if you work in an office and uh, some things belong to you by reason of... Uh, by reason of... Uh, um, what do you call it now? Uh, benefits. Uh, those things that they give in the office. You know now. Eh? Eh? Not contract. Eh? 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 Brother Matthew, is it because you want to retire? This, you are too focused on gratuity. <laughs> Raise God. You know, there are some, apart from your salary, what do they call them? Eh? Allowances. God bless you. This sister is in the spirit. There are some allowances. Uh -huh. If you don't know that it is there for you, you never do anything. It doesn't matter. Am I right? Can you imagine that you have worked in that place for two years, one year, mm -mm, one month? And the second month, you now discover they should have paid you. You run to HR quickly. Excuse me. What about that one? Oh, you have not gotten it. I will pay. <laughs> Thank you. But what about that one? Even the way you will ask, the man will know that you mean business. Praise the Lord. The day you know, you see, the tragedy is that many of us don't even know what belongs to us because we won't read this Bible. Amen. We don't even know who we are in this Bible. So, approaching God is with fidgeting. Amen? Approaching the situation is with... 
And then we understand whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You don't struggle with that. You simply walk in the reality of it. Amen? Why? Your mind can process it. You walk naturally in that because your mind can process it. Please pray for this, your mind, though. It is key to what God wants to do. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. I'm sure you are blessed already. Revelations chapter 1 verse 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the king of kings, unto him that loved us and walked off from our sins in his own blood. Verse 6. I was reading verse 5. Verse 6. And has made us kings and priests unto our God and his father. To him be glory, dominion forever and ever. So God has made us kings and priests. Revelations 5.10. And has made us unto our God, kings and priests, to reign on the earth. So when things are not working the way they should, you simply take position. And God will back up your position. Why? Because you understand. You are not speaking from ignorance. You are speaking... You know, I, I started this message by saying God has a mind. And you have a mind. So God pays attention to your mind. When your mind is focused on his word. Because you can't separate God from his word. Are you here? That's why you make a decree now. And you are so confident it will come to pass. Why? It is in the mind of God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, as a king, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4, where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? What doest thou? That's why when I went for visa interview and they said no visa and I, I am boiling and then one boy want to sell me mission impossible I charge which mission my own sorry sir sorry sir my mission is possible I made that declaration boldly he ran away say sir correct <laughs> he was doing like this is exactly what he was doing sir is correct I was in the car I was not coming out I just said my mission eh? this one is different this one that's not amen you see something going haywire you address it, sir. Huh? Normalize now in the name of Jesus. And you mean it. Not that you are. Oh God, if you like. You won't even pray, oh God, if you like. Because you know that God likes. You know the word. You know his mind. If you like, you can. If you like, you cannot. Leave that one like or don't like. That's not. The Bible didn't say we should be praying if you like, if you don't like. The Bible says faith, the prayer of faith. Faith does not believe God will not do. Faith believes that all things are possible. Am I right? That's where it is. It's not saying, okay, what about if it doesn't happen? Why are you bothered about that? What about if it happens? <sighs> Praise God. This week, it will happen for you. Your star desire shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Number two, in what you need to do, godly wisdom, what you need to do to pro, 
to engage your mind. Number two, realize that godliness is a must. Amen? To play around sin is dangerous. Psalm 4, verse 3. But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. And he shall hear him when he calls. The Lord has set apart him that is godly. Godliness is a must. It is not a choice. That's the mind of God. Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 7. But refuse profane and old wife fables. Paul was saying to Timothy. And exercise thyself. Tell your neighbor. Exercise thyself. Tell your neighbor. Exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Verse 8. For bodily exercise profited little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, including answered prayers. Because God has set the godly for himself and having the promise of life now and eternity to come. I, I rest in that and check myself. Is God in what I'm doing? Is God in this my thoughts? Amen? So that I don't run counter. Living a lifestyle of complete sanctification and of godliness and surrendering to the Lord is a must. Like we say in the office, it is non-negotiable. You can't negotiate this one. Maybe you can negotiate a lot of things in your office. But you can't negotiate this one. Praise the Lord. Number three. Release. Understand that faith is God's wisdom for our dominion on this earth. Without faith, your prayers may not be answered. You know why I said may not be answered? Because God is still sovereign. And Paul was very smart. If we believe not, he abides faithful. Ha! <laughs> if we believe not, even if we, he does, we don't have faith, God can still move. Am I right? Uh, okay, I join my faith with your own. God will move in your situation. Ha, you don't believe? Okay, I join my faith with your faith. God will move in your case. Eh, say amen like you believe now. Or uh, are you sleeping? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 11. I believe I shared this before, so I will be very fast here. Time is fast, man. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 11. Wherefore also we pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. God fulfills the work of faith with power. Now, let me give an example here. I know I've shared this before, but let me give an example. Luke chapter 5. 
verse 18 to 20 and verse 24 to 26 talks about the paralytic man that they brought to Jesus. Very lovely picture. I always paint this. Right? His friends brought him to Jesus to be healed. And when they got there, they saw a crowd. Look at the mind now. Look, see the mind at work. See the mind. They saw a crowd. We will not be able to see Jesus like this. Oh. So they went to the roof. Can you imagine now as we are here? All of us are here. And, and this roof begin to open. I think the person closest to the door will, will check whether somebody is there or not. In case he needs to escape. <laughs> Praise God. Amen? That was how desperate they were. So, I conclude from here and from what I've heard from my father in the faith. That miracles are no accident. Miracles are the deliberate acts of God provoked by the desperate faith of men. I say it again. Miracles are no accidents. They are the deliberate acts of God provoked by the desperate faith of men. Now, they open the roof. Desperation. We can't take this man back. Jesus must heal him today. Praise God. I was listening to one testimony of the man that went to church. And then he heard that tomorrow, come tomorrow, tomorrow all of you will be healed. Amen. Tomorrow all of you will be healed. He had. So tomorrow he came and sat at the back. When it was time to pray, he stood up. After the prayer, he looked at himself. Ah, ah, nothing happened. So he went, he went and finished. He, he stayed there. When the pastor finished, he went and met him. Excuse me, sir. I'm supposed to be here today. <laughs> Sir, I'm supposed to be healed today. Because that's what you said. Say, hey, okay, be healed in the name of Jesus. He went from there to the hospital, declared free. I'm supposed to be healed today. Do you come to church Pastor is always telling us, prepare your heart, prepare your mind. No, some fellows, it is to greet their friend. That's why they come to church. Some fellows, is to look at how well the choir will sing. That's why they come. We they sing, worship, look at the way they are dancing. Oh, ho, 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 ho. maybe I need to join the choir now to dance. You are, missed it. You are missing it. Praise the Lord. They opened the roof. You know the beauty of it? As I close, the Bible says, Jesus saw their faith. Jesus did not see the man they were dropping. He saw their faith. Praise the Lord. I'd like you to pray. Lord, <laughs> the move that we command your attention in faith, please help me to make it. Help me to see it. Help me to see it and to make it. Are you praying now? Are you praying now? Are you praying now? The move that I will make, the move that will provoke your attention.
keep talking to God. Engage God. Use God's word back to him. Talk it back to him. This is what you told me. Engage God with God's wisdom. Talk to God right now as you are seated. Because it's not in your words that your answers are coming. But it is when you play back to God what he said he will do for you. He said it, he will do it. Play it back to him. Don't see whether your neighbor is praying. Your neighbor will get his answer. You pray. You talk to God. If you have to open your Bible to search for a verse, open it. Proverbs chapter 2. Open the word to Proverbs chapter 2. Please open your Bibles. Let's not put it on screen. I don't want it on screen. I want it on your Bibles or on your tablets that you have with you, on your smartphones, whatever. Proverbs chapter 2. And let me read from verse 1. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. And I will encourage you to read the rest of the chapter, but move on now to verse 10. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, Discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil. That is wisdom. Have you been blessed by the word of God today? Have you been blessed? Have you understood the word of God today? I'm not too sure. Have you understood the word of God today that was brought to you over the last 40 minutes? Turn to your neighbor and tell them what you understood. Your silence speaks volumes. Church, let's stand as we bring the service to a close.
And remember, you have dynamite in your hand. You have dynamite. And many of us have multiple versions of dynamite. Open. Open and read. Open and read the word of God. Church, if there is one thing that we take out from today, it is this. The wisdom of God is with you if you can just open your Bible and read it. And then everything about our life is based on the wisdom of God. And we, you and I, will be the victorious people that God meant us to be. Church, let's pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for revealing your heart to us once again, Lord. To tell us, Lord, that we just need to seek you, Lord. To seek the wisdom that you give us, Lord, Father. Because our understanding of daily living comes from the wisdom that you give us, Lord, Father. Father God, help us to understand. Help every one of us to understand that our future, our day-to-day -day living is in you, Lord Father. Father God, help us to find time every day to find, to have the desire to seek your word, Lord Father. To be able to spend time reading your word and understanding your wisdom, Lord Father, as you speak to us through your word, Lord Father. Help us, Lord, not to rush off to other things, Lord Father, but to truly spend time coursing through your words, Lord Father. Your law, your commands, your instructions, your wisdom, everything that you have put in these scriptures that you have given us, Lord Father. I pray, Lord, that every one of us will make a commitment right now that, yes, we will find time. Thank you, Lord. Father God, turn our lives around, Lord Father. That we will truly be the kind of people that you want us to be. We have been made in your image, Lord Father. We need to live by your wisdom, Lord Father. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the word that you brought to us, Lord, through your servant. Father God, we just commit him into your hands, Lord, and we ask that more of your anointing be poured out upon him. That even as he brings further truth to us, Lord Father, expounding from your word, Lord Father, we will be blessed, Lord Father. Father God, bless him and his family, Lord Father. We just commit them very specially into your hands, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for every one of us gathered here. But I pray, Lord, that as we go, your words will continue to ring in our hearts, Lord. And Father, we will act on that. Thank you, Jesus. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and wisdom shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.